Hey guys, Toolman Tim here. We are back for Fireside Freedom. And this is uh, going to be an interesting one tonight. We're going to talk about all the summer projects we have done. And apparently it's me and three lovely ladies. So it's going to be a lot of fun. How are you guys? Great. Good. All right. All right. So let's start with what's everybody drinking tonight? <laughs> I just think, yeah. But we'll start with Thesia. What are you drinking? Oh, I've got I've got my my water, and then I also have some wine oh. ready to, on the side, just in case things get too hairy, right? <laughs> it, it, yeah. <laughs> How about you, Letty? High quality Berkey H two O. Excellent. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we talk about your project later, so. Aaron? Yeah, I got some beers in the basement, so maybe. Ah, sorry. Whatever. No biggie. How about you, Aaron? I have. Um, Peanut Butter Tennessee Legends. Um, I always want to say whiskey, but I think it's moonshine. I don't oh, know. Oh, that sounds really good. It is, it's really good. And I got bourbon in a mason jar. So I decided to break open. This was a gift at LFTN. Ooh. It's, I don't know all the fanciness about it, but it's from <laughs> Georgia and it looks pretty good. So it tastes pretty good. It's got a little kick. So, and Nate's drinking twisted tea half and half <laughs> here. So, so. What have you guys been up to recently? Let's start with that. We'll we'll get into the summer stuff, but how's your week been? What have you guys been up to? I, I don't know. It's been a little while since I've seen Letty, but uh, we'll start with Aaron this time. How about you? Uh, I don't even know. Nate was off on vacation this week, um, so he's been working on um, getting the shed ready for the rabbits to go in there to move them in. How's that going? Good. It started out with... Uh, I mean, we've been planning this for months and all of a sudden it was, uh, there were some questions, but then all of a sudden it was, it was going good. So I left him, I left him alone. Did, did you hear any cursing coming from the rabbit hutch or not too bad? No, I don't no. think so. I saw some bruises, but. Okay. Well, he did good because he got his electrical all figured out yes. the other day too. So I was yeah. proud of him for that. But... No sparks or fires or anything. No, that's good. And we had a. <laughs> Was it a conversation the other night there? And you're going to come on my show sometime and interview me, aren't you? Because you yeah. want to you want to learn how to do that, or at least get some practice. Yeah, yeah, yep. that'll be fun. That'll be good. How about you, Letty? What have you been up to? Um, well, my husband finished his last week of paternity leave yesterday, so tonight's his first night at work. So I'm home with the both boys. I had a boy. Yay! Oh boy. Yay! Congrats! <laughs> Four weeks ago. Um, and last week, my parents actually drove up to visit and meet the newest grandbaby. And it was good because my dad is almost 80 <laughs> and uh, he's slowing down, but he needs to have stuff to do. So we have the original wiring in our house. And I don't know what my dad told me. I can't remember what gauge the electrical wires are, but it's a super thick wire. Oh. And um, here in the kitchen, we were trying to install the GCFI outlets last fall. And I've never worked with such wired on my experience with electrical work. So with my dad up, I said, Dad, we have a project for you in the kitchen. <laughs> so um, him and my man last Tuesday, they spent the morning. They went back and forth to the hardware store across the street a couple times and uh, rewired all the outlets in here and... I now have like the proper outlets in my kitchen, which is really nice. And I don't have just like blank plates up on them from where we tried last year. And we're like, 
yeah, this isn't going to work with us doing it. So that was uh, our big project for last week, that and just enjoying my parents and um, getting ready for him to go back to work this week. How many weeks is that? Did he get for he four weeks of paternity leave? Oh, is that good? That's really good. Like most places don't do paternity leave down here. So nice. So he got the four weeks and we were hoping he could like split it to like two or three weeks and then save a week or two for later in the year in case we need it. But they're like, no, we have to take it all at once. So we did. And he was just like, this is so weird going back to work now after not being there for a month. And it's the longest he's ever not worked and still had a job like at the end of it. <laughs> yep. So. Nice. <laughs> How about you, uh, Thesia? Well, first of all, when he says that good, I thought, that's not what I was thinking. I'm going, ooh, are they still speaking to each other? <laughs> okay. Um, this you talk about this week. Oh, this week I have been doing camera wrestling. Um, it's it's softball season, and I've got right now I've got two softball players in my house. And uh, I keep telling them, be careful with my equipment, but nope, they've, they've flung their backpacks in there. And one of my cameras has got like, it's jacked to the side. So I bought a new one oh. and it's biggest piece of crap. And finally, after like last night when I couldn't record the game, I thought, oh, I'm sending it back. And I look and the 11th is the last day I could send it back for a refund. So then I went out looking for a camera today and finally found one after driving two or three towns, come home and it's not working. <laughs> so oh. I'm a little, a little frustrated. I will win though. You know me. <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah. If, uh, if the skirting around your trailer is any indication that you're not giving up anytime soon, are you? I've got a whole nother section that fell down. I've got to fix. Oh, that's okay. You're, I will get it. <laughs> you're persistent. That's all right. So for me, uh, Becky is, this has been probably the busiest week to 10 days that I've had in a very, very long time, but I'm, I'm prepping for prepper camp for tactical response for special, uh, for SRF self-reliance festival. We're doing renovations at the daycare. So I'm general contract and all of that. And Becky is on vacation. And as soon as she gets back, I'm leaving for two and a half weeks. So I'm trying to get everything done. I'm down to five days. So I'm pretty much there, but it is what it is. It's been a busy kind of few days. So, so we're going to talk about summer projects because I did the math tonight and it was almost embarrassing or sad or scary or whatever, but I believe it's nine days. What's say 13th? Yeah. 22nd this year is the first day of fall. So we've only got nine days left to enjoy summer. Now, you know, if you live in some places where you still have your air conditioning on, I th you know, summer runs a little bit longer, right? Thesia, does it run a little longer where you are? Definitely. But it's kind of been odd. We've had a weird cold front come through this this uh, uh, week, and it's been down in the 50s at in the mornings when I'm doing chores, and that's very unusual. We had... Uh, six six Celsius was the coldest it's got so far. So that would be in the low 40s, probably, maybe maybe wow. 45. Yeah, I don't know exactly, but uh, yeah, it's been chilly. We are we've there's been places in Alberta that have been under frost warnings already. So we're we're hooped. We're done. Gardens are done. Snow is oh, I said that word shit. I didn't mean to, but anyway, it's coming eventually. November you 1st. yourself, Tim. You just did. did yourself. I did. 
There are some years on Halloween we're trick-or-treating in snow, and then other years it's hot enough that all you need is a T-shirt. But either way, November 1st is the start of my contracts, the white stuff that falls from the ceiling from the sky, and we're going to have to deal with it. So how about you, Aaron? How's the weather been there so far for summer? Do you guys, does it end quick, or how does it go for you guys? Um, well, this past week, it's been cold. Like, we had sweaters and hoodies on, and now next week, it's going up to, like, 85. So Ah. <laughs> well, I, I drove on the zero turn all day today with a hoodie on. That's not like me, but I, I, I mind the change in season more than I do once it's cold. Once it gets cold, I'm good, but right now, oh, awful. Nate says he could see his breath outside last night. I wore long pants. Uh, first time I wore long pants since May. It's been shorts weather for a while. <laughs> And we got to slide back. I, I usually don't grab comments this early, but we we're talking about getting projects done. Let's see if I can find it here from Brian. He said, uh, Nate has been working on hiding in the shed, working on it. And then uh, <laughs> Brian also says he used to take six hours to change the oil in a Jeep. Your secret is safe with me. <clears throat> I just tell Becky I'm going out to clean up the shop because she knows I'm a mess and I have everything everywhere during the week. And I start it. 10 in the morning on a Sunday, and sometimes I come in by supper time, so it happens. Well, sometimes I go grocery shopping. So Right, yes. So, and, you know, grocery shopping doesn't take eight hours, and, uh, you know, a latte from, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Becky's been grocery shopping in Vegas for seven days right now, so there we are. How about you, Letty Lou? What's your weather shaping up to be like? It's It was like in the 50s and 60s for part of that, like low 70s to the upper 50s for most of last week. And we're now up into the mid to upper 70s. But um, it was great because the, we, we didn't turn our... Little man, stop that, please. Because we didn't need to turn our air conditioning on. And my parents came up from Illinois and they said, this is so nice. You don't have your air on. Your windows are open. You get a nice breeze. But it got really cold last night. It got down to the 40s. Oh, yeah. It really isn't really cold, but when you're used to it being 50s and 60s, when your windows are open, it got chilly. So I had to pull out an extra quilt for tonight. And I'm really excited because this is prime sleeping weather right now. Get those windows open, the fresh air and the breezes. And oh, you're, I'm out for the night. Well, we, uh, the window will probably open tonight because I just turned the central air off a couple days ago. It was to the point where but we had had, you know, it was reasonably cool all summer until August 1st. And then it was low 90s from August 1st until three or four days ago <laughs> or maybe a week ago now. But yeah, just went hot and stayed there and it dried up. It was perfect for the farmers because we got lots of rain early. So the crops got huge and then they got dry so they you know they ripened quick the fields are dry i i, th I think harvest is just about over the combines have been going steady haven't had a like we had 15 minutes of rain today it's probably the first time we've had rain in oh i don't even know a month maybe like wow. i we we basically could have went the last four weeks without mowing but we still do some you know kind of regular stuff so all right bragging time so why don't we start aaron what were your summer projects around the homestead, family farm, all that stuff this summer? Um, well, the rabbits. Um, just uh, we didn't make a lot of big plans for this summer. And this was kind of nice because then when things came up, it, we could do them right away. Um, but we did. Uh, yeah, we just did comfrey, a lot of comfrey from Brian. 
um, worked on getting um, an outdoor run for our chickens. Really? Um, nice. Yeah. How'd that go? Awesome. The, uh, the first flock we had were very timid and they liked the little indoor run that we had. So we never like had to let them out. And these ones are crazy. So they needed some more space. These ones take after Nate, do they? Yeah. 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 Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Right on. <laughs> now we were joking before we started, but um, Letty, you, your, your summer project definitely took the longest in gestation, gestation period, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, I, uh, mine was about um, just under 39 weeks. So <laughs> nice. Look at that. <laughs> he's, he's a very, very good boy. He was a, he was a surprise. We didn't know what he was going to be. So the the doctor and nurses were all excited because they go, oh, we love it when it's a surprise. And uh, You didn't know you were having a baby? I didn't. I thought I was having a velociraptor or something. So oh, there was a little, little, bit of disappointment, little bit of disappointment, but we're, we're happy with him. Yeah, he was, uh, this guy was my, my big summer project. Oh, good job holding your head up, mister. Um, our, our other projects were just some small things around the house because... We hadn't, we had just been slowly working on stuff. So we got the kitchen area in here painted this nice green, our living room and hallway are blue. And that's all that we got done. <laughs> and then um, our we, we got some shelves and stuff hung up, but then the, the other project was trying to grow stuff up here. And my garlic looked amazing all summer long, all summer long. And then Early August, like, okay, I need to go and pick this. But then the last couple weeks of the pregnancy, I was having contractions every day. So I couldn't get out there to do it. And we finally went out two weeks ago to pull the <laughs> to pull the garlic. And it was like the stalks were just completely dried. And as we pulled it out, like it was these teeny tiny little garlic cloves. And I was just I was Aww. very disappointed. But I also said, well, you know, we're like about three weeks late and pulling it out. So we'll try again for next year. And um, we're going to, we're going to do raised beds next year just to make it a little bit easier. I mean, the garlic will go in the ground, but everything else we're going to, we're going to build some raised beds. So that's part of our uh, winter plans is to um, source, source some uh, items that we can use to make those raised beds. You could use IBC totes or do you know? Or... We could probably use IBC totes, but I've, I'm I'm looking for those to do some uh, rain catchment on back out of here, please, little man. Um, rain catchment on either side of the back part of the house. So, okay. But yeah, we'll right. we're in farm country. We'll be able, I'll be able to find something that I can use. Oh yeah, just drive down the side of the road, see what blew off a truck. So, how about you, Thesia? How was your summer projects? Um, I've got part of my bathroom torn out, and I have not finished tearing it out. I've got the the vanity and the sink torn out, but I, I haven't gotten the uh, drain done and I've still got to take out the shower. So I've been showering in our bathroom that's in the barn and I got to hurry up because if it gets too much colder, it's going to be too cold to shower in the barn. <laughs> but yeah, I got, got, I'm still trying to do some demo stuff. Softball season has been kicking me in the butt. I'm, you know, like four games a week and I'm not having much time to do much else, but uh, I need to get it done because I got to pull up some subflooring to get it replaced before it gets cold too. Is that what do you got for subflooring? What you got some rot? Do you? Oh yeah, yeah. As we paid twenty five hundred dollars for this house, 
So, and it sat empty for quite a while. So it's got rodent damage and, and, uh, uh, sometimes the, I don't know what kind of piping, uh, the plumbing is, but it's, it wasn't PEX. It was something else. And so every once in a while it'd spring a leak and spray water, real fine mist everywhere. And we wouldn't catch it because oh. we weren't living in the house yet. And so there's a lot of water damage and, and, uh, uh, Whoever had the house before, apparently the floor rotted out underneath the toilet, so they just put a piece of plywood on top of it. So I've got to, I've got to tear that all out and replace it. Also, nice. Well, I, I got quite a laundry list of what I did this summer, but a few projects that we built. The I, I covered our sixteen by twenty four deck out back. I put uh, Ken helped me with that quite a bit. I, I kind of stole the design from Nicole's Taj Mahaler there at uh, LFTN. So. It turned out really well. It's probably the best project we've built in a long time. Build a bunch of decks at the daycare because we're basically covering the entire outdoor yard with, you know, deck boards. We're basically turning it all into a deck with indoor outdoor carpet on it, which is good. I uh, extended the deck at the house as well. So we, we needed, uh, we brought the, the house deck out to meet the, the ground deck, which was a big job. I was happy with that. And then because we weren't done, Becky's like, hey, you should fill in that area over there. So then I built another 16 by 16 deck that attaches to the existing. And now it's done. And there's like a gap of six feet that's still dirt. <laughs> so, so that's my next project. So I'll be able to walk from my back door to my garage without stepping foot on bare ground anymore. So it'll, it's nice. It's, it's low maintenance. Oh, and we, uh, we resodded the whole backyard. That was a big job. I rented a skid steer. I completely dug up my whole yard. I thought I was going to be able to get sawed in like five days. They told me it'd be like two and a half weeks. So I had to wait. So we ended up having a dusty backyard that the dogs tracked into the house for a couple of weeks because Maisie especially loves to roll around in dust and come in like, you guys remember Pigpen from uh, Charlie Brown? Yeah, she runs around, you pat her on the back and she goes like that. So it, it was good, but my son and I, we got a thousand square feet of um, sod, went up, picked it up, and we had it all put down in about three and a half hours in a Friday evening. So apparently I say garage wrong, garage, I, I don't know. Renegade Butcher says that I he chuckles every time I say it, because Jack Spirico busted my balls on an episode one day about how I say it. And my my family, some, my, UK, my UK family says garage. Garage, so, oh, that, so that's garage. Very, Garage. I don't know. I got so many things to worry about that I say at this point that I just stop worrying about them, you know? So, <laughs> but uh, Ken says, did you, did you do anything to protect the deck boards under the carpet? Not really. This is a bit of an experiment. I mean, we could, they're, they're deck boards, you know, so that alone is going to be something. But the carpet I got is fairly porous and there's a decent gap between it all. So the idea hopefully is that the water will uh, run down through and there, there's good drainage under it. So we're going to see, um, you know, I will be happy uh, even if it, it doesn't hold up as well as I'd like, you know, if we can get 10 years out of it and then figure it out because at that point we'll either, you know, we'll either sold the daycare, built a new daycare or bought more land somewhere, you know, but it, it, it's coming. I'm, I'm kind of excited. This is a learning experience for me for sure, because it's not something I've ever done any amount of before putting indoor outdoor carpet over top of deck. So 
it, it should be good. It'll make it safer for the kids and, you know. But, um, yeah, so what was, we'll start with Thesia. What was your proudest moment of the summer? What was the project that you were the most proud of completing or even starting so far this summer, Thesia? Um, I, I focused an awful lot on uh, my animals this summer. Uh, I, uh, I had a good mess of, uh, of not heritage, but the other kind of turkeys. And I, and I got, got those raised up and, and uh, took them to the processor. I just took another set. I've had two sets of meat birds that I take to the processor. Only thing I have to admit, apparently I didn't feed the second set quite as well. And I had like 27 tiny chickens. <laughs> that, that, I, that But yeah, I focused on food this summer. And I think, but I do, I did expand and I've got some heritage breeds birds, uh, turkeys that I've got going. And I'm looking forward to doing those American breasts. I don't know if y'all heard where they were checking into the American breasts uh, with Jack Spearco and his group. I've got a, a, some of those that's going to be coming here, I think, next month or something like that. And so my focus has been on keeping us in meat. I don't garden worth a darn. And uh, I'm, I think I'm going to get my ground, my soil checked to see if that can help me a little bit. I was hoping that by just putting animals on it would save it. But I think because it's reclaimed coal pits, apparently there's more going on. Or I'm just a bad gardener, so I don't know. It's got to I can imagine the coal and everything. It must, I, I would think that must make it, quite highly acidic wouldn't it or do you know or what is is coal the other way around i don't know it's, it's hard to say. i don't have any idea honestly it's just when uh like i've stated before down where we had the vineyard when we were digging up apparently the vineyard is where the uh motor pool was and so when we were digging the holes for the the grapevines we were kind of with grease rags and uh, i oh. have big pipes that shove up out of the ground and stuff like that too so i need to get the soil checked and see if there's even anything toxic on my property. I don't know. So I'll have to find out. Don't want to start one of those underground fires, you know. <laughs> How about you, Letty? Um, I ask you what you're the most proud of this summer. I don't know if I know what your answer will be. <laughs> um, I know everyone thinks I'm going to say bug. <laughs> yes, I'm very proud of that. But no, um, my when my parents were here last week, they my mother went down to the basement to pick a couple things up. And she comes upstairs and she goes, how often do you go grocery shopping? I said, well, we, I said, we're now at like once a month where we'll go out and get whatever we need. I said, if there's some that we need in the meantime, we can run across the street to the grocery store. I said, but we do a once a month shop. And I said, why? She goes, I've, she said, I've never seen such a pantry like you have in the basement. Oh. Um, I, and then I lifted up my freezer and she goes, oh, and you have a full freezer too. And I said, yeah, I'm like, I said, I've got, 20 something pounds of pork in here. I've got, I don't even know how many pounds of beef. Like I got a couple, some chicken breast, but it's mostly pork and beef. I said, and like, I have a bunch of the ground beef that I actually made. Like I got the taco meat done. And that's portioned off into half pound bags. I've got half pound bags in there frozen of sloppy joes that I had made. I said, I've got all the stuff ready to go. So we can just pull a bag or two out, thaw it out, and then we got dinner for that day if it's a day that we haven't meal planned for, you know. So for me, it's the fact that we have all this ready to go and just kind of like looking forward to everything that's being talked about with trains, stop trains maybe going on strike and all that other garbage, you know. I don't have to worry too much about my food stores and 
baby bug is growing nice and well. I mean, I'm nursing him, so I don't even have to worry about having formula or anything on hand, even though I got some powdered goat's milk, which is amazing. Um, I don't have to worry about food for my family. So for me, that's my <laughs> number one. Number two is baby bug because he's just adorable and the love of my life right now. That's a pretty good feeling, though, <laughs> when somebody compliments you on your pantry, hey? Oh, yeah. I just have to go down and uh, actually do a actual inventory of it so we know just what we have down there. I mean, in my head, I know what I have and what I don't have, but my man doesn't know. So we're going to do that and just kind of leave a list like right at the top of the stairs so you can kind of see and mark off if you're bringing something upstairs so I can look at it too and say, all right, he brought this up and I didn't know. So I got to make sure that I pick up one or two next time we go to the store. Oh, that's good. Yep. How about you, Aaron? Um, I think it was when we uh, got out of our comfort zone and did the chicken processing class. Yes. It was not something that we would have ever done any other time because we are not people, people. <laughs> How did it go? It went really good. Um, we had six spots and three spots were bought. Um, two people came and they did awesome. So it was really nice. We, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, the third person, um, had already paid and they, uh, didn't get a refund. So it, it covered everything that we had to pay for with the chickens. So for us to be able to put, I don't know how many we put seven chickens in the freezer, it cost us like $20. So it was really good. Nice. Yeah. And you do it again. Um, we have only so far ever done chickens every other year, so okay. we'll see if we do it again. I don't know, because everybody seemed to be interested in it, and then when the time came, it was like, nah. So A lot of people talk, and then yeah. few people actually, right? That That's kind of the 10% rule or something. Exactly. So. All the people are like, I wish I knew how to do that, and it's like, well, here you go. It's not expensive. Come on and do it. Yep, yeah. I get it. Yep. I think for me, I don't know. There's a couple things. I I know building the covered deck was big. I've never, I've never built a roof system like that. And then actually, it's one of the first times I've frigged with metal roofing too. But I think the other was the skid steer. I'd kind of been nervous of using a bobcat or a skid steer because I just never, I'd never done it before. So I'd always, you know, get somebody, I'd hire somebody to do it for me. Or if I'd rent one, I'd make, you know, I, I used to have a worker that knew how to run them, and I just. I don't know. I stayed away from it simply because I get frustrated when I learn something new like that. And uh, like, I like doing it, but it's the thoughts of sucking at it for a little while that sucks. So I got it when I knew there was nobody around. It was just me all weekend. I had three days to play with it in my driveway and my backyard. And I was able to master it. I'm totally comfortable with it now. I mean, I'm not a expert operator, but I was sure as hell happy with the results I ended up getting. Like the backyard was by the time I dug it all out and cleaned it out, it, it was sloped properly. It was level the way I wanted it. And yeah, so don't be, I don't know. I've been four or five years where I've had access to one that I just didn't bother learning because I was intimidated by it. And now I'm damn proud that I did it. So if anybody's thinking about trying something like that, go for it. How about, um, well, we kind of talked about what we're most proud of, but also um, anything you learned this summer? We'll start with Aaron if you want. Oh, um, sorry about that. I learned how to live stream. I think that's uh, 
the, I mean, it's not really homestead related, but it oh, is at the same time. But yeah, I mean, that's, the, that's another big thing that it's not something I ever thought I would ever do. So what did you learn? How did you learn it? What happened? Um, I, we got asked <laughs> to yeah. do one and just kind of did it and probably freaked out the whole time. And I have no idea what I talked about and I won't go back and watch it. <laughs> okay. But you did good. And it all started from a conversation at yep. LFTN spring workshop. And then you got on here and then you, you yeah, yeah, you, you guys. And then maybe you think you might someday start live streaming either your podcast or a little bit of what you do maybe, or you don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The kids are still little. So yeah. I mean to do it, you know, after bedtime would be, I don't know. I guess it would, I don't know. No, that's okay. And you did wonderful. We've told you that and you, you know, you did, you're doing good. So how about you, Letty Lou? Uh, what was the question again? Sorry, I, no, I just okay. had a uh, It kind of blended oh, in with the first one, but I, the first before <laughs> was most proud of. This one is um, something you learned, whether it's a skill okay. or knowledge or whatever. Yeah, that's what I thought. But uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so <laughs> this is actually very new knowledge, and most of it's just reaffirming what I've known. But after we had our conversation, you and I on death and dying, and yeah, death yep. positivity and all that fun stuff. Um. As you all know, Queen Elizabeth died last Thursday. So, Tim, I'm so sorry. You're going to have to like get used to King Charles on your like money up there. That's going to be crazy. Apparently, we're supposed to not have happy music on the radio for 10 days. I don't know. So, I mean, you are wearing black, so I guess you're in mourning. <laughs> for something. I, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, with with her, her death, I've actually been doing some more research into just death rituals and everything, especially with the, the Royals, because England is really good with their pomp and circumstance and yeah. like the pageantry and everything. So now that I'm up all hours of the night with a baby again, I wake up and it's one o'clock here, but it's seven o'clock there. So I'm going to the live streams to see what's going on. But I've been, I've been learning more and more about um, just, just more of the differences and how they handle the the funeral side of things the the public grieving side of things over in the UK versus here I've I've had some education and experience with it in Ireland but it's there, there's differences everywhere that you go so for me that's just expanding on my knowledge and giving me some more ideas on ways that when the boys are older how I could potentially use that and my mother last week goes have you ever heard of a death doula and I just looked at her and I was like yeah we talked about this like a year or two ago and how when the boys are bigger, that's something that I want to do. And she said, I think you'd make a great death doula. And I said, okay, well, uh, tell your friends. <laughs> so I got to ask, what what has changed? Because something there sounds like a certain maternal figure is quite a bit more encouraging than some of your stories in the past. Okay, my man, they were talking about this today. He said, you know, he said, like I started, I noticed it with little man, but with but this past week, he goes, it seems like you and your mother have, like, taken, like, you you've, you have a whole new level to your relationship. And I said, I noticed it, too, and I don't quite know what it is. I mean, I, I don't know. But, like, she was, like, she came last week, and everything was positive about the house. And I love what you did with this. These colors are great. They're calming and relaxing. She goes, you're doing a great job with Little Man, which never, like, usually it's, He's going to have a speech impediment. He needs this. He needs to be socialized. Blah, 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 blah. 
but like the, the only negative thing she had was he needs to learn how to hold a pencil. And I'm like, he's four, you know, if he's holding it like this and he's like starting to write his letters, I'm okay. We'll work on the proper techniques. But yeah, I don't know. It's, that's it's, something that I need, it's something that I need to kind of like process and figure out what's changed. Cause I don't know. Proudy, I guess that's good. I'm not like all anxious and crazy. So that's, that's a positive. <laughs> How about you, Thesia? What, uh, what did you learn this summer so far? I am always trying to learn, but I felt probably the biggest thing I've learned is I'm almost getting too old to grasp some concepts. I am so trying to learn new things, you know, like, like the stream yard and, and uh, live streaming and, and uh, I'm trying to develop a new brand. I want to change the name of my YouTube channel and I can't even figure out how to access my new logos. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I'm learning a lot, but every once in a while I just go, Oh, if I were 20 years younger, I could probably get this. <laughs> but I, 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 I keep plugging, but I'm learning a lot, but I, I really appreciate people's patience with me at the same time. All I got to say, Thesia, is earlier tonight, guys, just so you know, 15 minutes before the show, Thesia is like, hey, can you teach me how to get this live on my channel too? And I'm thinking, sure. And typically when I walk somebody through tech things over the computer, you tell them, can you see this? And they'll be like, um, no, I don't see it. Thesia knew right where everything was as we went along. It was very refreshing. So you did very well, Thesia. And there was no, you were two steps ahead of me every time, which is friggin' incredible. So all you need is confidence. You don't need skill. You're doing good. So you're, yeah, keep it up. You're learning and you're coming, you're doing really well. Thank you. But I hope the other people who have a lot of patience with me will remember that. <laughs> yeah, whatever. If they don't, too bad. But um, I don't know what, probably one of the fun things I did this summer. I, I always have a thousand things that you guys have heard me say before running around in my head that I want to get done. But I, I spent a lot of time this summer telling myself that either the important things get done or nothing gets done. So that was something. But one of the, my little side projects that I decided was um, my buddy, Mr. Dixon, Chris Dixon, have you seen him in here before? He brought me three or four comfrey plants. I can't remember. He, he found the right ones for our region. And when he came up and spent the long weekend there, brought me three or four. I planted, I built a wicking bed this year, a raised wicking bed, but not an above ground wicking bed. Learn from my mistakes in the past. That's another story for another day. And they grew like a bugger. So I decided to learn how to make comfrey salve or comfrey salve. And so what I did was I let Erin go first to make sure that uh, the process worked and she could, I could learn from her, you know, fumbles and foibles and whatever else. And uh, she did great. So I had the confidence to go ahead and do it. And I have what, five pint jars full of comfrey salve now. So I'm, I impressed myself. It was fun. Just something new. I'm always enjoying doing that kind of stuff, but it was just a skill and a plant that I wanted to have on hand. And you guys kept talking about the miracles of comfrey and why I should have some. So we decided, well, Chris got some, I got some and we tried it. So, so far, so good. Um, How about um, whoever wants to take this one first, put up your hand, but what was your biggest mistake or flub up this summer? Anybody have a good mistake you want to start with? Looks like late. I didn't pull my garlic soon enough. So did it <laughs> rot or did it just dry dry up or what happened? It 
some of it was rotted, some of it was dry. I planted them too close together so they didn't really grow. I didn't cut the scapes off like I was supposed to. <laughs> so it was it it was it was a learning experience. I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna grow it again for next year just to because we use a lot of garlic in our cooking. Um, we don't we don't we're mostly carnivores, so we don't eat a lot of vegetables. So my onions and carrots didn't grow, and I was like, oh well, whatever. It's not the end of the world. I want my garlic, and just have to have to do. I I I need to make sure that we're my man and I are both on on board with it because. <laughs> The garden was supposed to be my project this year, and then <laughs> I happened. So my berry bushes up front, like I've got one that actually I got. It was a bush and not just the two little sticks that you usually get. Um, that one actually gave me some berries at the end of the summer. Not that I got to enjoy them, but the birds and the squirrels did. <laughs> but, um, I mean, all those are still alive, so I didn't kill anything, which makes me happy. But, yeah, it's just... The garlic, I, you, you live and you learn, you know, it's, that's you learn from your mistakes. So next year or all later this fall, when I do it again, I'll plant them farther apart and actually make sure that I pull it. Like I'll cut the scapes early on and I'll pull the plants once they're actually ready instead of putting it off because I can't physically do it. And I should have been like, Hey babe, get out there and pull my garlic for me. It happens. I grew Kratky a couple winters ago in my office. First two batches were great. And the third batch, I just completely ignored until it almost went to seed. I'm literally in here working every day and I just <laughs> ignored the hell out of it. So it, it happens, you know? Yeah, it's okay though. How about you, Aaron? What was your, what was your uh, big flub up this summer or something my, you learned from? My gem corn. I grew it last year and saved all the kernels. I gave it away, gave some away and saved some and planted some. And I have one stock. I have no idea what happened, but Amy has like a full field of it. So at least it's not the kernels, but I don't know what happened. Any but idea? Was it the weather? It could be. I don't know, but it's like, it was like the most useless thing I grew last year, but it was the prettiest. So is that like the multicolored corn? Or yeah. What? Like the yeah. Indian corn. Okay. Yep. I wasn't sure we we're allowed to call it that anymore. I don't, I don't know. Red flag. But, no, I'm just kidding. It's okay. But oh dear God, it's, it's yeah. pretty though. You can make popcorn out of it, but that's really about it. How about you, Thesia? Say, so let's say the question again. Um, what was your biggest screw up, flub up, frig up this summer? Uh, probably the biggest was a garden. Uh, it 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 was a disaster. It was just like. Well, and okay, I can blame it on the fact that I didn't garden well, but also at the same time, we had some uh, water water issues early on. We went from rainy and rainy, rainy to very, very dry, and we had a lot of water breaks in our water district, and Ooh. we were not allowed to water anything. And there were days we just didn't have water, and I spent more time trying to make sure that my animals had water than not. So, uh, in fact, on top of that, even even in this last really big heat, that's when I lost my, my, uh, my boar. And so I'm, I'm, I need to get on the lookout for a boar here pretty soon, uh, to, to replace, but I've been, I've been too busy trying to get ready for the self-reliance festival. But, uh, yeah, I broke my heart when I lost Jimmy Dean's, but I'll, I'll find another one for him for, for my girls. Poor Jimmy Dean. I like the name though. Um, 
biggest flub up this summer? I don't know. There was, there was a few, you know, I made, made a couple of decks at the daycare that were, um, so I pre-framed one, pre-cut everything in my garage, took it all over, put it down. And I don't know what I did. I either subtracted or added an inch and a half. And it, re <laughs> so I ended up having to unscrew all the joists from one side, slide them all over an inch and a half. I don't even know what I did, but I, I was sure I had everything perfect and I didn't. So yeah, there was definitely, that was one. I was trying to think of what else this summer I didn't. Oh, I, well, here's an, I mean, it's not really a flub up, but I, uh, there's this property that I mow a lot and it's basically a grown over parking lot, but it's all gravel. And I've always been really careful because there's a lot of rocks and I always raise up my, I don't know what I did wrong, but anyway, I'm, uh, I'm there, I'm mowing, I'm down the other end and I see the neighbor come out with his hands on his hips and an ugly look on his face. And I'm like, what did I do? And he's, he, he I, I've never talked to him before, but I know him. Like we wave when we go by and he come out. He didn't look real happy. I'm like, oh. anyway, so I go over and there's a hole about half to three quarters of an inch right in his siding. So I must've picked up a rock and went right through it. And of course, you know, I, I mean, that's not something you're going to put through insurance. So it's something you just pay for, suck it up and do it. But that really sucked. I hate, I hate that no matter how hard you try. I've, you know, in all my years of mowing, I broke one window and put a hole in one piece of siding. And my son broke uh, the side window in the truck one time. So, I mean, it's it's a casualty of the business, but you still hate doing it. And no matter how careful you are, you just, you know. Um, and maybe another flub up was just completely falling off the keto wagon for a few months. Like to the point where I put half to two thirds of the weight back on that I lost. So that was really frustrating, but I've been back on for, I don't know, four weeks now and doing really well. I'll announce my progress at SRF cause that was the deal. But yeah, that was a huge flub up for me. I don't know why, cause you feel so much better when you're not eating carbs and, but you know how it is, right? Letty. Oh, she's going to say something. Yeah, so yeah, it, you know, so I was carnivore through most of the pregnancy. Had the occasional, like whatever, which is fine. But last week, well, I also had major gut issues at the very end, which if you read my blog, you get all the details on that. I'm not going to go into it on here. But, like, I've had to, like, reset my gut now. So, like, all the probiotics and everything. One minute, please. And I was doing well. And then last week with my parents here, there was so much sugar, so many carbs that we ate that now I'm just like, oh, <laughs> Yeah. I can feel the gut problems starting to come back. So it's okay. Up the probiotics again, you know, let's, let's get this back on track, but it's, it can be tough. It can be really tough. <laughs> you know, since I found out I was allergic to beef, wheat, pork, and dairy, I really would like to do carnivore, but it's like, ah, I eat more junk now than I've ever eaten. Cause what are you going to eat? You know, fish, <laughs> Fish and chicken. Yeah, but and I'm so sick of eggs. I mean, I eat, I eat, I eat fish and chicken and turkey. That's the reason I'm yeah. raising chickens and turkeys. But I don't know. Even even mentioning egg anymore is like, yeah, I'll, I'll pass. I I'm done. I don't want any more eggs. But oh. uh, I do drink a lot of bone broth because I make my own. But man, you know, every once in a while I really want a good hamburger. Every once in a while I want a piece of pizza or something. But I'm not having. I feel better. I and I and I definitely look better. But boy. You can't do carnival without beef and pork, you know? No. 
I am so sorry. I did not know that. Do you? Yeah, I do. I feel better. What, what, are, are you coming to SRF at all? No. I am. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll, I have a picture of me whenever I looked when I was at my worst, and, and uh, you wouldn't even recognize me. My face and everything was swollen, and my skin was so broken out. Uh, I, yeah, I was miserable. And I, at one point, I thought I was going to die. I'm thinking, I'm going to itch to death and bleed to death. Oh. And, <laughs> yeah, it was bad. But you know, yeah, I feel better. If you're looking for fish, do you have any Mennonite stores near you? Like the Mennonite bulk shops where they sell like all the spices and everything else, Thesia? I think we, no, not really. We got Amish, but they always eat junk too. I oh. mean, honestly, they eat a lot of noodles. And yeah, because our, well, our Mennonite shop, they, I don't, they get it from um, somewhere in Canada, but they have, but they've been, they've got like these 10 pound boxes of frozen sides of salmon. Yeah. And, and it, well, the, they just they jumped from seven dollars a pound to nine fifty a pound over the last couple of months. But like if you have something like that, that could be a way to source just some fish so you can get something good that's not like farm raised and all that other stuff. Well, we, can do cat, we get a lot of catfish around here and I love good catfish, you know. Oh good. But, <laughs> yeah, but you know, every once in a while you have something you can just bite into, you know. Yeah. I heard cat food for a second. I thought she said cat food. I was like, oh, dear God. I'm like, it's probably oh, you can't be that tough, hey? So. <laughs> and I, I, so here's something about salmon, just so you know. Check it out and see if it's wild caught or not. I'm mm -hmm. not. Okay, so I'm not a big, what a, you know, I, I don't care about that shit a whole lot. But I grew up around the salmon cages. Mm -hmm. So, and that's basically, what, what are the, is that aquaculture with fish, right? Married or, yeah, I think yeah, so. whatever. Anyway, so it's it's fish farming. You got these great big circular nets. Oh yeah, and there's thousands upon thousands, and they just feed them stock feed, just like fish food. You know, great big bags mm -hmm. of fish feed. So whatever's in that, I'm sure isn't any better than off your shelf. You have to watch because some of it will say farm raised, wild caught, because that's what they're doing. That's what they do in Ireland. They've got okay, my my mom's side of the family. Um, my great uncle was one of the pioneers of the smoked salmon industry in Ireland. So mm. big fisherman. My dad's dad was a salmon fisherman out on the boats. When they started doing the farm stuff, they would, they're raising it like right inside the bays. So their little man stopped it with that sword or it's going in the garbage. Um, and so they, they're doing it right in the bays. They're in the big nets. They're feeding them whatever the heck it is that they're feeding them. But then... <laughs> Not all of them do it, but they will let them out, out into the ocean, so they can say that they're wild caught. Dear God! Oh. But but the packaging will say farm raised wild caught, so you always have to double check that because it's like I'm a salmon snob. <laughs> I mean, we grew up; we would get the the smoked salmon sent to us from the family in Ireland, and everything's delicious. So I'm. I won't eat it if it says farm raised or anything like that. If it doesn't even say how it was caught, I walk away because I don't know. Unless, like Tim, if you were to go fishing and say, hey, I was just out and I caught this fish, you know, here you go. So, yeah, you have to be really careful. I and love the difference in taste fish. is so bad. What's that? There's such a taste difference, too, in the farm versus the... Some the of it they had pigments, too. So, we, we were... Yeah. That was an issue for a while. They were, you know, the farm... So, the farmed salmon was a very pale color. So they were mm -hmm. adding pink dye to it, kind of similar to like 
some of the Costco chicken wings where they inject it with cornstarch under the skin. You're like, why? Yeah. You know, I was eating, I was eating uh, Costco chicken wings one night, unbreaded. And I'm like, man, these things taste right gummy. And I'm like, what is going on? So I look and the carbs were out of this world. And I look, I start looking on the internet and sure enough, they have like a, a cornstarch slurry that they inject under the skin so that it gives more calories, more weight, more density. I was like, wow, that's almost as good as the sawdust they put in Parmesan cheese, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> yeah, it's, story it's wood fiber cellulose. But yeah. yeah, it's it's tough. But like I said, if, if, you, if you really like salmon, do your homework before you go out and buy it. I my love fish. Go ahead, Thesia. Sorry, my poor husband, when I first started trying to learn about where my food was for coming from and stuff, he had about two minutes before he walked in from work, I was reading an article where they actually put arsenic in chicken feed so that the chickens will uh, retain water and gain weight faster. And he comes walking in the house. I'm going, do you see this? They put arsenic in chickens. <laughs> and he's like, I, mean, I don't know what you're talking about, lady. <laughs> Felicia, I live two, a block and a half away from a Genio turkey processing plant. We have so many Genio turkey farms up here. I mean, when I drove my parents by last week so they could see what it looks like. And I mean, the barns are a good ways back from the road, but they are just on top of each other from the time they're itty bitty until they're huge. And I told him, I said, after living up here, I will never eat commercially raised chicken or turkey ever again. I said, there's, there's no way. Plus we were the center of the, um, the avian flu issue up here in Wisconsin. So they put, the, I think they did like close to half a million birds that they put down because of it. But yeah, never, yeah, the arsenic thing and just seeing the way that they take care of them and the smell on scalding day. I mean, you can't open your windows or go out here in town when they, they scald all those turkeys. It's, oh, so I more you know. That I have to admit that when I tell people that I keep uh, a, a fair amount of birds, you know, I did over the summer on my turkeys and my chickens and pigs. People didn't want to come over because they're going, oh, we don't want to smell your place. And I'm going, you're not going to smell anything at my place. And I said, you drove right past my pigs when you came up the drive. And they go, we did? I didn't know that. So, that, I, yeah, you don't smell my place that much. You wouldn't know that Aaron had rabbits and chickens. Like, you don't smell anything when you're pulling up to her house or even in the backyard. And they're all quiet. Like, they're quiet, too. You don't really hear the chickens that much unless you're right next to the coop. Well, I mean, that's what we get all the time is when we tell people that we process animals, they're always like, oh, my gosh, how can you do that? And then they turn around and go to the store and buy meat. It's like, have you ever driven by or visited like a factory? I'm trying to talk my brother-in-law. So we right here in town, it's not very far. We have an auction mart where you can go and just buy cattle. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. they, of course, they sell them a lot, you know, in lots sometimes. Yeah. But you can buy individuals, too. So he has a, a livestock trailer, but he lives in the country. So my plan is to buy one, dispatch it out there, take the interior out, and then bring it in and process it in my garage, just like I would a deer. Of course, nobody would see it or ever know that. It, well, of course, I'm on the internet telling everybody. But that, that's been what I've been trying to talk him into for a couple of years. I want to run the math and see how much cheaper it is. Because I just bought a side of beef, uh, so half a cow. And it was just under $1,700. So, I mean, it, it was a little bit of money, but it filled two-thirds of my big, like, what, six-foot-long six deep freeze. So, you know, it was a lot of beef. But I'd love to 
sharpen up, pardon the pun, but sharpen up my butchery skills again, since I haven't done it in a while and, uh, you know, dust off the old grinder. So yeah, we're trying to, I'm trying to talk him into doing it. So we might yet. So we do the hog through a farm in town. She raises them and then sends it to um, just get like the kill and chill and we get it and butcher it out. And we pay, I can't remember now, maybe three fifty for a whole hog. And it's like $1,100 if you got it, you know, already all packaged up. So we really? just, yeah, I mean, that's how we, we learned how to do it. We had the we had the um, YouTube going in the background of the bearded butchers because we didn't know Josh at the time. Um, just kind of pausing and going through and figuring it out. And it's it saved us a lot of money. And it, it what's the worst that's going to happen? Right. You cut it. You make a wrong cut. And so then you grind it. Right. You have a funny looking steak, but you're eating it anyway. Yeah. And yeah. you got trimmings, too much trimmings, whatever, you know. So it. Yep. Yeah, it's not bad. The heart for me, the hardest part was getting the skin off, you know, learning how to skin something. Yeah. But whatever, that's not that bad. And if you mm -hmm. if you waste a little bit of meat, you're still saving a ton of money compared to what it costs to do at a local butcher. Yeah, it took us a couple days the first one, and now we did it in like six hours last time. So oh sure, that's awesome. <laughs> I told Re Renegade just asked what side I bought, and I said the bottom side, and he said I missed all the good steaks. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just have to be a smart ass. But yeah, I, I didn't. I I didn't... Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I I just I didn't ask if it was the left or the right side. I will next time, and I'll let him know. That's all. <laughs> you you were talking about uh, your animals not being very loud or anything. I have to admit, my my. my pigs are not very very loud but if you if you drive up on my property and slam a car door my turkeys go blah, 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 and every little noise you make they make that noise and I, I don't know why i think it's funny all i can tell you is livestock ain't nothing compared to six little chihuahuas i i'm surprised we've never got a noise complaint yet those little assholes they're so good but you know every single day the Amazon guy comes here and every single day they act like he's a serial killer who's coming to rob the entire house and kill everyone. So I don't know. But so what didn't you get done this summer and what are your plans for next summer? Let's start with Thesia because I know she has got plans for the next two decades. So. Boy, that's the truth. <laughs> I haven't gotten the, the barn. I mean, the bathroom done. And oh, you're talking about plans i'm thinking oh no i've got these breast chickens coming i need to build a uh, a coop for them i've got to figure out a coop and run i need to build a turkey shaw um i'd like to i need to get a wood stove put in if it's going to be as bad a winter as they think it is i want i need to find a wood stove and i was looking earlier where um ken ash had bought like yeah. a mini some sort of stove i'm thinking ooh, i think that's what i need so i was checking into finding out that and so i i that is that's going to have to be a priority i've got to get a wood stove in because we're we're basically we were talking about that a few weeks ago about uh, uh, getting a generator and, and and hooking into my propane tank. But if I can do wood stove, I just yeah, that's what I want is is get something like that in there, so I don't have to worry about uh, keeping warm. And uh, I don't know, I've got my list is so long. I think I need to build another pig hut. I need to find another boar. Um, I've already cut back on a lot of my birds, so that helps. Instead of taking 45 minutes to do chores twice a day, it only takes me about 25, 30 minutes now. But and I've got, but I got a whole. I think I got like 40 chicks that are going to be layers this next this next spring. I I need to. I was needing to expand my layer flock because I got a lot of customers who want some eggs. 
and oh, I don't know. And I got to figure out some way to take care of my, my heritage turkeys and get my, my uh, mobile home where it's more livable as I go too. I don't know. There's, I've got so much. Yeah. You're not fooling. I got a list and I can think, Oh, I got to prioritize. And then you go, Oh, something else happens. And that threw that priority list out the door. So I don't, I don't know. That's all right. You, you, you got a lot done already and you've got a little bit of time yet and whatever something the next summer will be here and you can do more shit then. How about you, Aaron? What didn't you get done and what are you shooting for next year? What are, what are your, you know, dream big? Um, we didn't fix the roof on the main run connected to the coop. That's still just plywood, um, but it's working. So it'll last another, another winter. We'll get to that next summer. Um, I, I think, I don't know. We just want to finish the rabbit hut or the rabbit shed, um, get them in there. I want to um, dry some more comfrey to make salve, you know, to have salve over the winter. Um, I started the Etsy shop, so I want to kind of work on getting some new stuff up there. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just uh, keep keep doing what we're doing, canning, freeze drying, plan a little bit more for food. <laughs> nice. Right. Yeah. Any anything you want to build or fix for next year? Or? I don't know. I don't think anything else big. We want to check out other homestead workshops that are in the Midwest. We kind of learned about some that are up here. So that's kind of on the plan for next summer. Nice. Yeah. How about you, Miss Lou? <laughs> um, we got a lot of house projects for next summer. <laughs> <laughs> um like, yeah, starting this winter, we're getting a new fridge in the next couple of weeks because we need to replace the fridge. New front door with a storm door. because Okay, out of the kitchen, please. Um, because I really want to be able to open that front door and have a screen on it so I can get the, some fresh air in on the days that they're not doing turkeys in town. <laughs> um, we got to finish painting. Our big project next year is going to be redoing our master bathroom because it's still the original harvest gold tub and shower combo from 1970 when the house was built. And um, yes, little man, we will paint the ceilings. Don't you worry. And it's just, my mother-in-law says we should have bath fitters come in and just fit something in there. But I was just like, this thing is 50 two years old. I don't know what it looks like behind or underneath. And I would hate to just put the bath fitters on and then have some major issue come up. So that's going to be done. And then for outdoors, we got, we're going to put some nice bushes along the front of our house. I got two big windows over here and you can just walk right up to my window. So we're going to get some nice big, like evergreen type bushes that we're going to put up there and build some raised beds and just kind of, see what we can grow next year because we're in almost Canada. So we have that nice short growing season. Um, but yeah, just kind of taking it a day at a time. And I I'm hoping we can do rabbits next year, but we shall see what, not with everything else going on. We may push it off another year. We're good. There's something about, I know when we did livestock for quite a few years, it you always seem to bite off more than you can chew. Uh, I always said that chickens seem to multiply because when you have chickens, 
and people know you have chickens and they want to get rid of chickens, they bring you chickens. That's what we always found. So we'd go from, hey, we're going to start with 10 chickens and we'd end up with 70 chickens. And that's not an exaggeration. That's where it ended up with us a few times. So I do miss chickens. I've been getting, I don't know. There's no way for me to to nip that or to get rid of that bug right now. But at some point, I, I'd like to get back into a little more homesteading. The more the more I talk about it, the more I do it, man, I miss it. And it's been a decade since we really did it. So we'll figure it out. I mean, I've said our plan is eventually to spend six months of the year south of the border. So even if we could do that kind of stuff while we're down there, uh, you know, we, we'll start with that. But yeah. So um, the big project I, well, not big, but the project I didn't get done this summer that I wanted to was I wanted to run a new cement walkway along the side of my house. That was, I was really looking forward to learning that skill because I've never done concrete sidewalks before. So, you know, it's forms and rebar and wire mesh and finishing and all of that. So I was really looking forward to it. But as the summer went on, I had to decide that it wasn't going to be a project this year. Like it, it's only a weekend project. I could get it done, but it, this year it's not going to get done. So projects that I still have time to do and still will get done, probably one more section of deck at the daycare. Um, what else we got going on? Oh, oh, a roof on my garage. That needs to get done this year. It's uh, every time it rains, I have water in my garage in multiple spots now. So not good. It's getting worse every year. There's still shingles up there, but the water's getting through. So that'll be done. Even if it's November and the ground's frozen, I will do that. Uh, and so this was fun. This was, uh, this made me uh, pretty proud. So I, I got the local heating and cooling people here to price running a new line, a new gas line from my house to my garage and hook it up to my furnace. So I installed my furnace myself a couple of years ago and I bought it. It was natural gas. I converted it myself to propane, all things I'd never done before. Really proud of that. So they came over and uh, I said, well, what's the price? So they, we walked it out and then he went in the garage. He's like, well, he says, if we pull a permit. He said, all of a sudden your furnace uh, your your vent pipe needs to go through the ceiling, not through the wall. And he said, that flange needs to be bigger and this and that and the other thing. And I'm like, I haven't burnt myself down yet. It's fine the way it is, but I'm just, I'm just being polite. So his price come back at like $3,500 to run this line from the house. That ain't happening. But in the meantime, the reason I called them was I called the gas company early in the summer in June, looking for a price on that line because I was told if I bought it, I was allowed to install it myself. I thought that seems strange, but okay. So finally, three months after I called them, they called me back. And within two days, I had a price, $350 for the line. They make the whole thing that I need. They deliver it to me and I'm 100% allowed to install it myself. And uh, so 10 times cheaper. And I'm totally comfortable with it because I've done lots of natural gas before. It's, it's literally just a fitting on either end and then install a flex line to the furnace. That's it. And then un and then unconvert my propane to natural gas again. And then I have heat, permanent year-round heat in my garage. So I need that because I can't film for about two months of the year in my studio. And uh, you know, it gets bad enough in December where you can see my breath and people are like, man, it must be cold in there. But by January, there ain't no filming in there because it's just too damn cold to stand around on that cement floor. So uh, those are my projects, and hopefully by next summer, I know this sounds like wishful thinking, but my big projects are done. So the property's been, you know, the, the grass is done, the decks are done, the siding's done, the driveway's done, the garage is done. 
So it's just, uh, you know, I've worked really hard to, to have a nice spot for Becky to enjoy. You know, I love sitting out there and having a good evening with her. And so now it's just spit, polish, and shine. You know, there's a lot of little things that I want to do, like just a little tiny retaining wall along the fence, uh, a little bit of decorative gravel, a little bit of a uh, little extra shrubbery. And that's about it. Uh, I, maybe, uh, I know she laughs at me, but <laughs> maybe I will um, actually be able to sit down and enjoy my backyard and not work on projects all summer. So I love the pictures that you post and uh, about all the stuff that you're getting done. I, I was thinking, man, if I could just do a fraction of that, but I still enjoy what, seeing what you get done. And you know, it's funny because I still feel like I don't get enough done. So I, I don't know. I know everybody and I don't do it. I, I do it to motivate people like, hey, this is what I got done. You can do this too. And show me what you got done. I want to see. And if you're not sure, ask. Because like I said, most of this shit, I never did before I did it. Like whether it was siding last year or building that covered deck this year, uh, it was all stuff I hadn't done. And, you know, I, I've i worked really hard to build my life so that I have two or three days a week to work on those projects. So I'm, I couldn't be any happier. <laughs> I love being able to take two or three days of uninterrupted time to just work my ass off on those projects, you know, sun up to sunset. And that's my happy place. I, I enjoy it. And I'm going to work to the point where I can make content and do the projects I want to do seven days a week and I'm getting closer. So, well, we have been an hour and five minutes. Um, anybody, any projects we didn't cover that you guys forgot to brag about or any, anything Anything prepping winter-wise that's coming up soon, or are you, you guys pretty covered? Just preserving food. Yep. We need to look into a heater for the house for winter this year, just in case it gets to be the glacial cold that they're predicting. Like a backup have, heater? or Yeah. You'd think you think we would have gotten one last year, but we'll get one this year. <laughs> nice. I picked Probably up the, one of those. Mr. Buddy heaters, they weren't too expensive. If that's what you're looking for, they weren't that expensive. And I tested it. I did a test last winter in Becky's She Shed, <laughs> which is uninsulated. And it, it, yeah, it worked. Yeah, that's what we're looking at. So everyone that we know that has one loves it. So that's what we're, we're thinking we'll get. Just got to get ready in case it's going to be cold. Mm -hmm. yep. How about you, Alicia? I don't know. I have trouble. Uh, uh, I want to do rabbits. I had mentioned, I had forgot to mention, I'd like to do rabbits because uh, I'd like to be able to get my, I've noticed because I, I feed my dogs, regular dog food. Uh, my big dogs, they get old faster than what they should. And I think if I can get them on a better diet, that would help. So yeah, another project, but then at, you know, at the same time, sometimes I can lament that I'm not getting things done, but honestly my priority is my granddaughter. So like I am running off to, do softball games and basketball games and uh and she's getting older now and that's helpful but there was two or three years that it was like if she said grandma i was there and i still do honestly but uh she needed somebody that was really solid in her life and that was my priority for a very long time to be that extra solid person and then all the and then try to be the good wife and make sure the dinner's cooked and everything else is done and stuff too but uh so 
I have to try to remind myself that I am, I've got a lot of irons in the fire and I'm not going to get all my projects done. But you know, at the same time, I want to learn how to do this stuff so I can build my own house too. I want a real house. And so I don't know, I ain't dead yet. So I'll keep on working until I do die. Good for you, Thesia. Yeah, that, that's a real thing, you know, knowing, remembering that you have kids and, and a house that you have to take care of on top of all this other stuff that you want to do. It, yeah, it's tough. I, I think I've told this story before, but I, my dad used to do everything for me, you know, take me to badminton, everything. And I asked him a few years after I moved out, I said, do you have any regrets? And he said, I just wish I'd spent more time with you. And I'm thinking, Jesus, I think you spent all the time in the world you could have, you know, but he still regretted it. And I know I'm going to regret it too. I do my damnedest to spend as much time as I can, but they grow up fast. But the cool thing is if they live around you and they're still adults, they can come over and hang out too, to an extent. But no, it is cool. Like my son works with me all the time and we have great conversations. I think we're closer now than we were when he was younger. So it's cool. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, go ahead, Thesia. I'm sorry. I, we're in an interesting situation. Not only are we raising my granddaughter, but I've got like, temporary unofficial custody of a, one girl and then another little girl she basically lives by herself i say little they're all 15 and 16 years old so i've got three teenage girls living in my house now my husband is being very patient but i'm also really enjoying like we drive to farther places for these uh softball games and stuff and i'm getting to have talks and conversations with them in the car and, and i i'm enjoying it we have a good time but yeah, my Tom has been he wasn't so nice. And one night, whenever they're screaming and screaming and screaming, and I'm going, What is wrong? He goes, I don't know, but you better find out. Well, there was a spider and it scared him. And I said, Why didn't you ask grandpa to put this uh, take care of the spider? He goes, Because he's crabby and you can kill him better than he can. I'm thinking, Okay, show me where the rat the spider is and I'll kill because <laughs> he'd say, Go kill it yourself, right. Probably. You guys keeping me up. I know all about that. Yeah, four girls. Well, two two live at home still, but yeah, yeah. Well, ladies, um, let's start with you, uh, Aaron. One half of Two Chicks Homestead. Where can everybody find you if they want to find you? Why? Yeah. Uh, well, twochickshomestead.com is the website. We do a weekly podcast. Um, comes out Wednesday nights. Um, I'm on TikTok. Um, sort of on float. Not really that much anymore. Um, and Facebook. Perfect. Nice. And two chicks homestead.com or yep. Do you, yep. Okay. Yep. And who's the other chick? Uh, that's Mr. Two chicks. Oh, Mr. Two chicks. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> How about Letty Lou? All right. There you go. I am a liberty all day dot home dot blog. I, I'm on float as Letty Lou, but kind of, sort of. I'm. I'm not sold on float anymore, but we'll see. Maybe it'll get better. I don't know. I'm of a um, I mean, you, you, that's what happens when you try something with it right at the beginning, you know, you get all excited and yeah. Um, and then uh, also backwardsconsulting.com is my uh, virtual assistant business that I'm starting to uh, promote actively now that this little guy is here so I can actually do something and not focus on trying to have a baby. <laughs> How about you there, Thesia? Oh, my biggest thing right now is Ellis Family Farms on YouTube. Uh, I also have another YouTube channel called Farm Animal Live, and it's just 
uh, a camera put in with uh, baby chicks or something like that. Um, I I haven't been real impressed with Odyssey. I had to quit with Odyssey. I couldn't figure out how to get my stuff compressed enough and right. And, and uh, I don't know. I just gave up on Odyssey. But I'm on d different derivatives of Thesea Ellis or Thesea Dayhoff Ellis on both on Instagram and uh, TikTok. And oh, those are the main ones I do. So, uh, yeah, Ellis Family Farms. That's where you can find me. And I'm also, I'm going to be uh, uh, speaking at the uh, Self-Reliance Festival coming up uh, October 1st and 2nd. I'm excited and I'm nervous because, and, oh, they're talking about having uh, a projector and stuff. It's like, yeah, I, I need, I'm showing pictures. I kind of need a projector. So, and, and so I'm trying to be prepared just in case they say, oh, no, no projector. So I'm going to have to show like, this is what I would have looked like. And this is what I could have looked like or whatever, you know. So I don't know. I'm nervous and excited and I'm going to be selling us. Uh, we have Kinsey's candles uh, for, uh, I have a Kinsey's candle shop on Etsy, but I've also got, I'm going to be selling at the self-reliance festival. Uh, another friend of mine, she's got her stuff's called healthy heifer and she does skincare products made with beef tallow and that stuff is good. Mm. And I'm so excited to get to sell her stuff for her there also. Cool. Well, yeah, I got, I got a bunch of stuff on the go, but um, first to, uh, the workshop, that's my podcast three days a week, most weeks live Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, 7 PM mountain time. A uh, big show this week is Thursday. It's going to be half hour early, six 30. I got Cam and Kobe from the casual preppers podcast coming on. So if, if you, if you like to laugh, don't tune in. Cause it will not be funny at all. I promise there won't be one laugh. There won't be any. Oh yeah. It's, it's going to be a very dull show. So don't tune in if you like to be entertained. Um, I love those guys. Oh, you sent me a message one day, Thesia. What was it that um, people were looking at you strange because you were listening to it or somebody, if they saw you, they would. Yeah. Cause I laugh out loud at their show all the time. They're going to be fun. They're usually when you find them, they're on one of the top preparedness podcast list every time you find them. So they're, yeah, I found them a few months ago and reached out to them and they said, sure. So they're coming six 30 on Thursday. So that'll be fun. Uh, patch of the month club. So I launched that a couple of weeks ago. First patches shipped today. So if you like tactical patches, morale patches, things that are politically incorrect, uh, slightly humorous sometimes. If you like those Velcro things that stick on things, go to patchofthemonth.co, sign up there. 10 bucks a month, $100 a year. That's how you can support my content. And I'm going to be at, oh, so much on the go. But Prepper Camp in Saluda, North Carolina in less than two weeks. So not this weekend coming, but next weekend I'll be speaking on repairedness, home maintenance for three days. Then I'm getting my ass in the car, driving straight to Camden, Tennessee, and I'll be there for Self-Reliance Festival. And my uh, conversation, my topic there will be turning turning content into currency, making money with a content creation business. So that's where you can find me. But yeah, um, anything else, guys? Everybody good? Perfect. All right, guys. Well, uh, my tagline, stay happy, stay healthy, and have a great week.